strange times we're living in. On Academy, the EdTech unicorn fired one of its educators recently. Now, that is not something new. In round after round, the company has been laying off its employees since last year. But this one was different. This was one man being sacked. And what did he do? According to An Academy, he allegedly breached the code of conduct. The man's name is Karang Sangwan and he runs a YouTube channel where he teaches students law. In one of his videos where he could be seen wearing a black An Academy t-shirt, he asked his students to vote for educated candidates during elections. And that is how it all began. In this video, he had been talking about the three new criminal law bills introduced by the central government in the monsoon session of the parliament this year. It wasn't long before the video went viral and hashtag boycott Unacademy started trending. And then Roman Saini, Unacademy's co-founder, tweeted this. We are an education platform that is deeply committed to importing quality education. To do this, we have in place a strict code of conduct for all our educators with the intention of ensuring that our learners have access to unbiased knowledge. Our learners are at the center of everything we do. The classroom is not a place to share personal opinions and views as they can wrongly influence them. In the current situation, we were forced to part ways with Karan Sangwan as he was in breach of the code of conduct. End quote. We've all seen too often how politics and social climate often come in the way of business. But how businesses deal with it varies. Remember the Zomato case? A customer had tweeted that they had cancelled their order because the Zomato delivery guy was a Muslim. The company refused to replace him and also declined to refund the order. And then they tweeted saying, food does not have a religion. It is a religion. But it was a risk and not everyone can afford to take it. Coming back to Sangwan's firing, there's been quite a backlash against Roman Saini's tweet too. But I'm not here to tell you about that. I thought today is a good day to tell you about Unacademy's relationship with its teachers or educators instead. You see, edtech companies have been in a frenzy to boost sales after offline coaching centers reopened and the pandemic-induced revenue growth slowed down. And this brought about a new pattern that is quite unprecedented and a bit scary, to be honest. Teachers were being made the new sales force in edtech, and Unacademy was at the forefront of this new trend. Welcome to Daybreak, a business podcast from the Ken. I'm your host, Nigda Sharma, and I don't chase the news cycle. Instead, thrice a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I will come to you with one business story that is worth understanding and worth your time. Today is Monday, the 21st of August. Academy was an online learning platform started by Gaurav Munjal along with Roman Saini and Himesh Singh in 2015. At first, it was a YouTube channel meant to help students prepare for medical and engineering college entrance exams and other tests. It became popular pretty fast and by 2020, its revenue crossed the 60 crore rupees mark. The EdTech 
was following a simple strategy for growth. It was attracting students by hiring the most popular teachers from YouTube and other coaching platforms. And then came the pandemic. While it caused pain and loss for many, for edtech platforms, it was like a boon. Online learning was the only way to go. So An Academy began spending a lot of money to build its presence and went on a hiring spree to meet the skyrocketing demand for online learning. Two years into the pandemic, the edtech was still growing quite fast. Its operating revenue crossed 750 crore rupees. It also made a bunch of acquisitions to push growth. But the dream did not last very long. After the pandemic, Unacademy saw an acute dearth of funding and slow revenue growth. Marketing budgets were slashed and to push more sales, Unacademy pulled up its educators to the front line to get more students, no matter what it took. Stay tuned for more. In 2020, when things were still good, Unacademy started giving a team referral code to its teachers who were working on particular channels. This worked so well that year that later the management came up with individual referral codes for the educators. But this system of referral codes led to competition within teams in Unacademy. And to add to that, the edtech company began ranking its teachers on the basis of watch time and subscribers. More views meant more sales for the edtech firm and it almost seemed like Unacademy was operating with blinders on. And this is when the downfall began. In its frenzy to increase views and subscribers, Unacademy introduced multiple channels for similar subjects. The move was based on one assumption. If one channel was doing X amount of revenue in a category, then 10 channels would lead to 10 times the revenue. But as you may have expected, things did not quite go according to plan. Instead, it created confusion for students and led to a drop in retention rates. Revenue began to dry up and the pressure on teachers to get sales increased. Good teachers failed at selling and there was a growing discontent over the huge salary disparities. Coming up next, how did this pressure affect teachers at Unacademy? A chemistry faculty member who quit Unacademy in May last year, when according to him the pressure was hitting the roof, told the Ken that teachers were getting emails every month with revised sales targets. For example, a teacher with a monthly basic salary of 1 lakh rupees was expected to make sales of 30 to 40,000 every month. And none of this was mentioned at the time of hiring. The sales targets would inch up every month. Another teacher said that there was a point when the target was over five times the basic salary of a teacher. The teachers had to pitch individual referral codes to students and for each sale, they could get a commission of up to 20%. But this was the case in 2020. In 2021, the commission dropped to 10-15% to and now it is a bare minimum. What is worse, that those who did not hit the sales targets saw salary cuts. In the year that ended in March 2021, Unacademy's advertising expenses jumped by 248% to nearly 400 crore rupees. This was more than the company's entire revenue for the year, which was a little more than 300 crores. 
it was marketing gimmicks galore. So in the race to get more views, teachers had to resort to making viral content and promotional videos on social media. And Unacademy's social media team too often used unconventional ways like creating teachers' fan pages on YouTube and Instagram. And if a star teacher left a rival platform, carefully curated videos discussing why they had left popped up on YouTube. A former social media analyst who spoke to the Ken said, and I'm quoting, the idea was to bring up heated content which kids could gossip about, comment on and circulate. End quote. It almost seemed like the edtech forgot the education part of its job for some time. An IIT JE teacher that the Ken spoke to put it quite succinctly. EdTechs have to realize that their rivalry cannot be about pricing wars or about onboarding popular faces like OTT platforms. And he's right, because unlike OTT content that is designed to grab eyeballs, education cannot and should not be that way. Daybreak is produced from the newsroom of the Ken, India's first subscriber-focused business news platform. What you're listening to is just a small sample of our subscriber-only offerings. A full subscription unlocks daily long-form feature stories, newsletters, subscriber-only apps, and podcast extras. Head to theken.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top of the website. I am Snigdha Sharma, your host, and today's episode was edited by my colleague Rajiv Sien. 